Welcome to episode 17. This is the Hello, It's Me, I Am K. Nicole podcast, and I am your host, K. Nicole. So let's go ahead and jump into our recap. So what has been up with me? Last week, we talked about how to set achievable and realistic goals for 2021. So be sure to check that episode out if you haven't already. Happy Vlogmas, people. I hope you are enjoying the holiday season as much as I am. I am just having so much fun with the Vlogmas content. I launched my Hollis Lake collection, my second holiday collection. I love this collection so much, you guys. Make sure you grab yours today. Y'all know Christmas is my time. Christmas is my jam. So yeah, I was very excited about my second holiday collection. Also this week I dyed my hair again and I am loving it. So this time I kind of went for more of like a red. It's still giving me like purple tones a little bit, but yeah, it's, it's really vibrant and we're looking really red right now. And I think I'm really loving it right now. So this might be my new go-to color. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, keep experimenting with it or if I'm going to just stick to one color, but we'll see in the next couple of weeks. Um, but really nothing new this week, you guys, I've been trying to get caught up on orders prior to the holiday. So we've just been working nonstop. We've been working late hours, filling orders, um, filming and editing content and Christmas shopping. So that is what my week has been looking like. If you are watching this on YouTube right now, be sure to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Also, <clears throat> follow me on all of the podcast platforms and leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. You know something, Devin? More people left a review on Apple Podcasts. I saw that the other day when I was on there. We have more ratings and we have more reviews. So I really do appreciate you guys, whoever is going on there and um, leaving your reviews. I'm seeing them. It is, huh? It's highly appreciated. What are they saying? It was just, you know, like the sweet comments that I would be getting in my in my DMs. You know, they love it and it's inspiring. I believe that's what I read. I think there was like maybe two extra ones from the last time that I had saw it. So yeah. Let's keep this, let's keep this engagement going. I'm excited. I'm excited to read your feedback on the show. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys are following me over there. It's like a paragraph. <clears throat> yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Y'all always send me sweet messages in my DMs. Like people literally send me like full messages in my DMs about the podcast. Put them on Apple Podcasts so that I can read them, so that we can all read them. You know, I love you guys so much. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah nine ratings, all five stars, man. All five stars. You guys love me. You guys love me. I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, I just I feel like a lot of people listen on Spotify um, and I'm trying to get people into, you know, listening on Apple podcast so that I can actually see I can't really see anything on Spotify. You can't really go on there and leave comments. <laughs> so um, it's a lot easier for me to kind of see, you know, what you guys are loving or seeing your feedback that way or even if you comment on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah. That is that is highly appreciated. Thank you guys for going on there and engaging and leaving your feedback. But that is it for the recap today. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Devin is here with me today. He's going to be um chatting it up with us today. Chatting it up. So today's topic is securing the bag, okay? What are some things that I like to keep in mind when it comes to making as much money as possible? You guys know <clears throat> being an entrepreneur, you're pretty much in control of, you know, how much or how little money 
you can make you have a lot of control over it let me just say that you're not fully in control because you know there are those unexpected times when things slow down or those unexpected times when things speed up and you you know you're surprised by it but there's a lot of different things that we can do in our day-to-day that can increase our chances to make more money um so let's just jump right in uh i get a lot of questions about how to run sales and still make a profit you know it's holiday time now so a lot of people are trying to implement their holiday sales black friday just passed i feel like black friday is like a really really crucial time to reel people in to get people spending money um but you know around that time everyone is running a sale so it's like dang how do i compete with other people's sales how do i still make a profit off of certain things but Me personally, right now, now that Black Friday is over, I only run sales for certain reasons. So I might run a sale if I have a lot of inventory that I'm just sitting on that's not moving, nobody is buying it, or, you know, maybe it was something that I was trying out and it didn't go well. You know, like things like that happen when you're in business. People do not always react to things the way that you want them to. So that's a time where I would be like, okay, hey, we can't let this stuff just sit here. So let's make a sale let's do a promotion let's do something we got to move this inventory so that we can make space for new inventory and i just don't like to sit on the same product for too long especially you know when it comes to lip gloss you want to stay up with the trends and everything so if something is sitting that would be a time where i'm like hey let's do a promotion but also like just keeping it 100 like sometimes you don't reach your goal um for the week or for the month and you're like yeah we need to do something fast to like entice people to purchase that's real life that happens to all businesses out there like all businesses like when you see promotions happening sometimes that's really because they're trying to meet certain quotas they're trying to they're trying to get to where they need to be for the month with their numbers so that is another time where I would run a sale um of course like holiday time when it's just that time of the year like black friday obviously you would be dumb to not run a sale during those kind of times but other than that um i really don't just launch sales. I know I was the queen of flash sales for a minute and that was really because I had a lot, a lot, a lot of inventory that I was sitting on because during this pandemic, I started to overstock on things. Like this was closer to the beginning when things were either out of stock or they weren't shipping or whatever. So I was overstocking on stuff. Like I had way, 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 way too much inventory, like way more than I could have ever needed. So that was when, you know, I was like, oh, flash sale this week, flash sale next week. Y'all know I was the queen of flash sales for a certain point in time. And that is because I was trying to move so much inventory. But Let me just say this, for me personally, I would not, you know, go out and buy all new inventory for a sale. So when you say how to run sales and still make a profit, most of the times you're running a sale because that particular item is not doing well or you're trying to get rid of it. So sometimes it's really more about the optics when it comes to running sales because most of the times you're not going to make that much profit off of a sale like I had to mentally prepare financially prepare for Black Friday like I knew what deals I was going to run and I knew that you know this is going not really like me losing out on money but I'm not making as much of a profit you have to plan for those type of sacrifices like during Black Friday I sold a lot of product I had a lot of orders so sometimes it's better for the optics because it's like you taking pictures all these orders you're showing people on social media I had all these orders 
that's good for business too, because a lot of the times when people see that you're popping, when people see that you have a lot of orders and you're shipping out a lot of orders, they then want to order. So I have to know that it's kind of like a give or take when it comes to the sales part of it. Um, try to still make a profit, but I don't usually go out and buy new inventory to run a promotion. It's usually on something that I already have. Um, and when we need to do a sale to meet the month's goal or whatever, I make sure that we only run the sale on things that we have. Because imagine you're trying to meet your goal for the month. So you put something on sale and then you don't have that much of it and then you run out or you know if you have it on your website to where it's just open and people can purchase however much they want now you're having to spend more money to restock things so you have to be very intentional with your sales very specific with what you're trying to do and just try to make sure that you're making as much profit as you possibly can because sometimes you will lose out on a sale sometimes you will for sure what do you think about businesses that like run off of sales, um, I mean, I don't, not like run off of sales, but like mm -hmm. they promote sales, like for the most part, like JC Penny. Yeah. Or like um, that's that's some businesses. That's their business model. model yeah. That's their business model. Um, and I don't see a problem with it because they have their numbers figured out to a certain way where it's like we think we're getting a sale, mm -hmm. but we're really not. Um, and I feel like a lot of businesses do that because they know that people like to shop when there's a sale. So I had to learn that too for my business because I realized that whenever I was doing a sale, I would see an influx, obviously an influx of customers. But when people think that they're getting a deal, they want to jump on it. So if your prices are just like the regular price, even if it's not a lot, you know, if it's not something that they 1000% need in their everyday routine, I feel like they're not going to buy it. If they don't feel like they're getting a deal, but I think it works for some businesses. I mean, they get us every time, don't they? Yeah, I feel like God is dope. Does it real good? Um, Cause I don't think they start out like that, but like this this past year, mm -hmm. um, like recently, they've been doing like a lot of like flash sales, and so like they'll have like six ninety nine tees. Yeah. Um, but like they um they that's basically like their their price now for the tees is like mm. 6.99. Mm -hmm. Like they used to be like $10 I think something like that. Like their hoodies like they everything's like on sale now when they post it. Um but like their their model is like to get as much sales as possible. Right. Um and it it works for them so. Cuz I mean that that's a thing. That's why I'm like as many sales that I can get. That's really the goal yeah, cuz you just it want ends people up to making order up for it like right. for that price. Right. You want people to order. You want people to add to cart and check out. You want as many orders as you can possibly get. That's still more. That's money coming in, money coming in, money coming in. Orders going out. Like I said, maximize your content too. Like that's why I think in the beginning I was just like, oh, you know, do I really want to post pictures of like all these orders that I'm shipping out or whatever? But no, you have to do that. Like that is going to be crucial for your business to kind of document those kind of things to show. I'm shipping out 50 orders this week. Like, that's crazy. So do you think people should make their um, their prices with having a sale in mind, like, later on, or just? Yes. Yes, that's really important. I felt like when I was coming up with the price, I kind of factored that in a little bit, but I think that that's really good to have that mentality in the beginning for when you do want to do a sale, because if your prices are too low and... People are going to get 
accustomed with knowing that your prices are that low. Cause you know, we like to say, oh, just mark the price up and then, you know, slash it with the price that you actually want to get. But if people know you for selling $3 lip glosses or $3 products, and then you try to bump your price up to eight, $10 because you want to slash it to three or slash it to five or whatever, people are going to be like, mm, no, that's not a sale. They'll know, you know, like people pick up on stuff like that. So I feel like if you plan in the beginning um, with your pricing, that would be really helpful. Like right now, if my products are $12 and I decide that I want to do 50% off, I can do that. I can do that and still make a profit. You know, I can, it's not going to be as much of a profit. It's not going to be as much that I'm used to. It might not be enough to replenish that product. You know, you have to, you got to look at your numbers, tweak the numbers, but I would still make a profit even with 50% off on most of my products on my website. So yeah, I would highly recommend thinking about that in the beginning when it comes to pricing and solidifying your price range in general, because you don't want it to be like, two months down the line is completely different. Mm -hmm. So like as far as sales, um, well, I don't know if the, the first question kind of answered that, but like, do you think it's like, is the thing is like too many sales for a company or? Honestly, no, I don't think so. Um, this is kind of going to go into like later on down the line, but um like emails, like I'm getting so many emails every single day. Like there always has to be something going on. I feel like brands really have to do that because there's a lot of people out there that are just not thinking about most of these brands. Like people in their everyday routine are not just like, hmm, I need to go get X, Y, and Z. You know, like they're not thinking about stuff like that. So that's why email marketing comes into play and they're sending us discount codes. They're sending us, you know, this is a new product. They're sending us we only have four hours to shop this sale and then it's done. So they want people to be impulsive and click on that stuff and shop right away. Um, so that I don't definitely think got me at first when that, when that, well, when that wave first started with like music artists and merchandise, mm -hmm. it definitely got me with like, um, you only have one day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Cause that was the first time I was seeing it and I was like, dang, they only give me 24 hours to buy mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But then the thing that got me was with Travis Scott when he started doing, when he first started doing it, it got me because I had got, I think it was it was when Astroworld came out, and I got the vinyl, and then like each week everything would be like twenty four hours or 40, 48 hours something like that, and then at the end of the month everything was on sale, yeah, like from that whole month. And I'm like, bro, I could have waited. Like yes. I didn't have to. Yes, they don't <laughs> want impulse. you to wait. Okay, they want you to make. They want to make you think that it's going to be gone. That's the crazy part. It's. Marketing, <laughs> marketing, that's what that is. And it will get you because you'll be like, dang, you'll be thinking in the back of your mind, like, okay, what if this sells out? Mm -hmm. What if my size is sold out? What if the color that I want is sold out? And that what stuff if... has happened before. So like, yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's weird. They be playing with our emotions. Literally, they be playing with our wallets, not just our emotions. <laughs> they be playing with our money. <laughs> they be playing with our feelings. They don't give me as much now because I'm like, if I miss out, I miss out. But Yeah. When it first started, I was like, dang. <laughs> Heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that I wanted to touch on, because I also get a lot of questions about how to promote your business. Um, and I feel like I talk about this a lot, you guys, when it comes to promoting, but maybe I need to say it again. Um, 
you have to promote your own products. You cannot be shy about it and you need to tell people what you want them to do. That is the main thing that you need to keep in mind. Like a lot of y'all are posting on Instagram, posting on any other social media platform, but y'all are not giving people a call to action. Y'all are not telling them to click the link in your bio. You're not telling them to swipe up. You're not telling them to do X, Y, and Z. So how are they supposed to know what you want them to do? You cannot give people the room to put two and two together because they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're just not. This is social media. We're on here scrolling. We can literally click through a story. Like we're not about to sit here and try to piece together what it is that you want us to do. And I always love to say, I'm not about to sit here and try extra hard to spend my money. So if you're not making this easy for me, if you're not showing me the prize, if you're not showing me what I need to do to get there, I'm not about to sit here and try to figure it out. So that's one thing that I had to learn. Like every single post needs to have a call to action. Like I have a description box that is already typed up and ready for me with my hashtags and everything. I just copy it and paste it and I tweak it to whatever it is that I'm posting. But every single feed post on my Instagram is going to say, click the link in my bio to shop. Click the link in my bio to shop. If you're not telling people, like if you literally just throw up a picture and say, oh, this is our gloss in yummy, blah, blah, blah. And then you put your hashtags and that's it. Okay, cute. That looks nice. Double tap. What else do you want me to do? You want me to buy that? Do you want me to purchase that? You want me to add to cart and check out? Because that's not what you said. I was on the Clubhouse app in one of the rooms, and they were talking about social media. And this one lady, she was um, she was like explaining what she does and everything. And then one of the moderators, she was like, um, she was like very blunt, like I didn't, I wouldn't know that you do these things mm-hmm. if I didn't. Because she said she said she did something, but she's like one of the ladies said she was like, do you? And she was like, I don't see it on your page. And she was like, well, if you look in my um, on the website, in my bio, she was like. That's too much work. Too many steps. Yeah. So she was like, um, like especially like in your bio and stuff, like the stuff that you want people to know, like put it at the top of your bio, like the first few things or whatever. Correct. And then if people want to know more about you, then they'll like click more or like click mm-hmm. on the link in your bio and stuff like that. Yes. But like, yeah, if you want people to know something or like do something, definitely put it out there, um, like in in the top of your bio or like on your page and stuff like that. Don't keep it hidden. Like on your website or like in your in the link in your bio and stuff like that. Right. I used to be like that. Like when I was younger, quote unquote younger, basically really when I when I first started crocheting and that was the only thing that I was doing, I was so soft spoken. I was so timid. You know, I'm used to being in my own little bubble, in my own little world. Like I was not used to talking to so many people. This is before college. This is before, you know, I started to do all of these things and People would say, oh, I like your jacket. Oh, I like this. Oh, I like that. And I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, and my mom is like, girl, what? You supposed to say, oh, yeah, thanks. I made that. Here's a business card, you know? So I was just so soft spoken and I would not do what I needed to do in order to sell my own product, like going out word of mouth. That's like one of the best forms of marketing that there is right now. Like if you see somebody in person, they like something and they actually see it in real life and they like it and they want it. That is like the prime time to promote your business because nothing is the same in a picture, you know, like it looks cool, but seeing it in real life is something totally different. So I had to really learn like, oh my God, you need to speak up. If you want people to shop with you and they're telling you that they like it, they would have never known that I made that jacket if I didn't tell them, you know, like nobody's going to know that. So I had to learn. And then also working in retail, 
really did help me with that because I'm like, I'm having to help customers every single day. We have to push the new arrivals. We have to push certain things. So I really took a lot of that and applied that to my business. I'm like, right now we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk all about my products. We're going to talk all about the benefits of them. All of it. Like we gotta, we gotta say it. We gotta tell people what we want them to do because they're not gonna do it. You can't assume that people are just gonna know that you're selling this lip gloss or you're selling these clothes or you're selling these lashes. Like no one's gonna know if you don't tell them. So how to promote your business? Promote it. Okay. Post- and like make it easy as possible for people mm-hmm. to click things. Yeah. Or like to to see things. Like yes. even like with stories. Like I know like a lot of people don't have like ten thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Um, like do like everything you can to like put things in your story. Like use, well, I know like with music, you can have like Apple Music at mm-hmm. the top, or like Spotify and stuff like that. Right. Um, well, if you have Instagram shopping, you can oh, do yeah, that. that. Too. Yep. You can do Instagram shopping. You don't have to have ten thousand followers to do Instagram shopping. And when you get approved for that, you can put a swipe up to a product and you link the product to your website. So I that's. Know that. Yeah, so that's a benefit that you have without having 10,000 followers. Now, it has to be a product. So it's like, I can't be promoting my YouTube channel. I can't be promoting X, Y, and Z. Like, I can't do stuff like that. But you can promote the product if you have Instagram shopping and you have less than 10,000 followers. So don't be sleep on, don't be sleep on all that stuff now. You got to make sure you have everything set up. If you don't have Instagram shopping, look up a video on YouTube on how to set it up because that's what I had to do. I had a few people that asked me about how to set it up and I'm like, sis, I don't even remember how to set it up because I had to follow closely to a tutorial on YouTube. So yeah, utilize all all of it. Like don't just promote on Instagram. I wanted to talk a little bit about Facebook because I don't use Facebook. Like I'm not that person that checks my Facebook every single day, like how I check Instagram and everything else. Um, But my mom is always yelling at me like, you need to get on Facebook. You need to promote on Facebook. So basically what I use Facebook for is to connect with my family that is in New Jersey because I still have a lot of family up there. And so that's kind of how we all keep in touch with each other, keep connected and keep each other in the loop about what we have going on. But luckily I have my Smudge page, my Smudge Instagram page linked to my Facebook. So every time I post on Smudge, it posts to Facebook. So there's people that be knowing about what I'm doing. And I'll be like, how do they know that? Because I know that they're not on Instagram, but then I have to remember like, oh yeah, I'm posting on Instagram, which is then posting to Facebook. So it's really nice and convenient because I don't want to take the time out of my day to go on Facebook. I just don't enjoy Facebook. I don't know why. I mean, I just, it's just not my cup of tea. So even with like the live stream, like I, I post it. It posts everywhere at the same time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I'll be on. I'll get on. I'll get on Facebook like every now and then, probably like once a week or something like that. Right. And then I will look, and like people like actually be commenting on the live stream. I'm like, what? Exactly. You for I forget. I'm like yeah. I forget that it's up there. People are commenting, asking me questions and stuff. My mom exactly. is like responding to comments on Facebook. I'm like, thanks, mom, because I do not be on here. I don't know. It's just like when you're so stuck in your ways, you don't want to do it. But I still want to utilize the platform to get the point across. You know, yeah. so. Um, thank God, you know, we can link it and it just posts automatically. Like it all goes up at the same time. Um, and people can see it and I'm like, wow, that's, that's crazy. That comes in handy. It's but, a matter of just like posting everywhere, everywhere possible mm-hmm. like, that you can post. Right. Um, about your product or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Even if you don't like, like we said, we don't, we don't even use Facebook, but we still like 
know it's valuable. Mm-hmm. Like people are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be so confused about how people can work Facebook but not Instagram. You guys, why do people keep calling my phone? Why? Are you getting like a bunch of spam calls today? Um, I have gotten so like it's literally zero, zero 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 like that's the phone number. I got, I got one today early. They keep calling. What are we calling about? Voting? Voting? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're we're taking sure. care of our business. I promise. <laughs> go make sure you guys go out and vote for these runoffs because listen, trying to make sure. It will, if you're in Georgia, yeah. Yes, if you're in Georgia, please go vote. They're going to be blowing up our phones until this is all said and done. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I commend it, though. It's definitely because I, I, I was thinking to myself the other day, I think it was like yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even know who they're running against anymore. Like John um, Ossoff and Warnock. I'm like, who are they running against? This is literally I had to look it up. <laughs> marketing right here. Yeah. Marketing. <laughs> but I forgot. I was like, dang, they actually running against somebody. But. They're getting the job done. They are. They're trying to make sure they get, get that. Um, that they seat. are. So another topic that I wanted to talk about is flexing on social media. How do you feel about that? <laughs> How do we feel about like creating this persona? Like we are this person on social media. We Whether we're the same person in real life or not, maybe we like transform into this person eventually like like an alter ego type of thing but we're living out this life on social media because we want people to tap into our rich lifestyles or you know our fancy lifestyle like anything like that and then I mean if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing stuff like that that can then lead to people tapping into your business and they want to support you and they want to you know be on this whole bandwagon or whatever like I feel like with the wave you know Anything you post on social media is, is a flex. Because, like, you want somebody to see it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why you're posting it. Correct. So, like, I mean, it's not like there's different types of flexes. Right. But um, I feel like at the at the core, like, for the most part, everything is a flex. It's just the intention. That's the thing. That, mm-hmm. um, like, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to support somebody or if you're trying to empower people or if you're just trying to stun on people. This is true. Or if you're trying to promote something. So, I feel like, cause like, if people like post pictures of themselves, they're like, oh, I got this dope outfit on. Mm-hmm. I want to show everybody. I'm trying to flex, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, stunting on people, that's a different thing. Yes. Or, or if you're stunting with something that you don't have. Oh God! Like if you take a picture in front of like a Lamborghini, and oh you don't, my God! And you like try to play like it's yours or something like that. <laughs> that's not cool. Taking pictures in front of cars that don't belong to us. <laughs> I never understood that, man. I'm like, we know that's not yours. Correct. Unless, I mean, Correct. some people do it cool because like some people like have like the same color on or something like that. Yes, aesthetics. Yeah. But really, it's just like we know but that no, car is that, not like, yours. That people that um, because I mean, like even music videos, they do that because like that's not their stuff. So, like, if it's, like, artfully done, like, tastefully done, artfully then it's Artfully cool. done. <laughs> but if you're just trying to, like, place like it's yours, then nah. Do you think that that, in a way, is, like, helping people secure bags, though? Like, do you think that How? people showing that they live this lavish lifestyle makes people want to support them with whatever else they have going on? I mean, to a certain extent. 
Because, I mean, like, it's people that got millions of followers that don't get support, so. Or, like, people that got, like, millions of likes that don't get support. Yes. So. there. I mean, you know, there's I mean, people probably two think sides that. of the spectrum. People probably think it because they haven't, like, experienced it, so. Mm-hmm. I guess to a certain, people, people think that, but for the, the most part, like, reality, um, like, that facade doesn't really matter. Yeah. Unless it's actually happening. Yes. I mean, I don't know how people do it. Like, I can't I keep know. up. That's like being an actress every single day. I can't do that. No, nah, I feel like faking it is even harder than being an actor. Because you got to, like, go out your way to, like, look for stuff that you don't have. That's what or, I'm like, saying. Try to like, do things that you don't. I would be an actress in my everyday life trying to live this life that I don't have. <laughs> that's, that's how you go crazy, man. That's how you, like, go suicidal, for real. Because, like, then there's, like, a point where you can't do that stuff anymore. Yeah. Or you don't have access to that stuff. And then what you going to do? Mm. Unless it's, like, actually a part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I love this tea with you today. Mm. What are you drinking over there? Sparkling drinking water. <laughs> sparkling water. Me too. How do you feel about flexing on social media? I mean, for me, I know, like... I know how it is to build something from the ground up. So I know that a big part of the process is to fake it till you make it sometimes. Like sometimes you have to manifest the things that you want and you have to say the things that you want, even if you don't have them yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know people that literally like just started posting pictures of themselves like in designer clothes and all of this like I know these people like in real life, you know, and then I get on Instagram and I see them and I'm like, wow, that's not the person that I know in real life. But then it's like now, months and months and months later, now y'all getting sponsored by this person. And now this person wants to send their clothes over here. Not like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I get it. You have to fake it till you make it. But sometimes I feel like it could be a little bit extreme, but then on the same, on the same spectrum, I feel like sometimes that is what really jumpstarts what you want to be doing. Like just, putting on stuff, even if it's not your stuff, to be on social media, to post a picture. Like, those are your actual clothes. I just know for a fact. I'm like, these are not this person's clothes. I mean, it's honestly just like a personal preference. Like, if they can live with that, and like knowing that that's how they, that's how they made it, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. It's only just a personal preference. Yeah. So if I, you can live with yourself at the end of the day, knowing that you did what you did, then that's cool. Yeah, I feel like me, you know, I... I'm just very humble and very open. Like, I just want to show the journey. Like, I want y'all to see, okay, I didn't always have it. I didn't always know how to do this. I didn't always have the answer. I did go through a little struggle here and there, you know. So, you know, for me, it's all about the growth. It's all about the journey. So I love to show what's really happening versus, like, trying to stage scenes and doing all this stuff and maybe even, like, pretending that I have all this stuff happening when it's really not. So it's definitely important to like let people know, especially like when you do especially like when you do something big, like definitely gotta let people know. Mm-hmm. And like to a point that you said, um like posting that stuff does help to a certain extent because like let like letting people know that this is what's happening. And then more people want to like jump on yeah. to that. Yeah. Um so yeah. I mean, like I said, it is a personal, like a moral thing like within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like posting and stuff definitely helps, um, like get that look or whatever. But yeah, 
I feel that. Yeah. So, um, another thing is multiple streams of income. You know, that's that's how you secure a big bag. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. Um, I knew that I was not going to be able to scale my crochet business how I would have needed to in order to support myself by myself. Like that was never going to work because of just the workload. Like I'm like, I have two hands. I can't, you know, I can't even work that fast. Like I can only work, but so fast I would have to hire help. I can only make a certain amount of pieces per week. And that just would not have been able to keep up with the demand if I was to continue expanding my business um, with that as my main source of income. So at that moment, when I started to realize, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this, like on a larger scale, I'm not really trying to hire anyone to help me because I feel like that takes away from the whole concept of the business being handmade by me. Like, I don't want to have an assistant over here helping me doing half the work, you know? Um, so that's when I was like getting more into trying to find another stream of income. And now I have multiple streams of income. Like, what do they say? The average millionaire has what? Seven streams of income. Mm-hmm. I'm almost there. So I'm almost, I'm almost to seven. So I just feel like it's really important to be real with yourself and know like when one thing isn't going to do what it needs to do for you, you don't have to completely throw that thing away. Like I didn't just quit crocheting, but it's not my main focus. It's not my main source of income. It's not my main breadwinner, you know? Um, And the important thing with that is just like building, like when you're starting from scratch, just like building that one thing first Mm -hmm. and then that'll like launch everything else. So like you got YouTube and that pretty much like help build everything else around that. I mean, mm-hmm. not not even necessarily around it, but it just helped I propel everything else. Yes. Love YouTube. YouTube was really like, I feel like that was like the first real thing that I wanted to do, but I kind of like got into crocheting and YouTube around the same time. So mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. That was a real time, man. That was 2015. Dang. That was five years ago. Have multiple streams though. Like right now, I'm looking for more streams of income. I'm looking for more affiliate opportunities. I'm looking for more stuff like that. Residual income is what you want. I want to make money in my sleep. You know, that's when you start to be able to secure a bag. If I can be asleep, like if I can do something one time, like if I can talk about something one time or promote something one time, and I'm literally not doing anything else right now and I'm still making money, that is how you secure a bag. Okay. Listen. Yeah, the thing, the thing with like residual income, like, cause people, like, a lot of people like hear that, like, when they're first starting out, and that's like what they want to do. Yeah. But like, you got to like work towards Yeah, that. yeah. That's not like, oh, I'm starting my business and this yeah. is what it, no, 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 no. You got to work for that. That's like with, um, with like television stars, um, that have like syndicated shows. Mm-hmm. Like, they've, they've done, they get paid now, like, millions of dollars every time the episode is shown, but they put in that work. They did, like, four, five, even 10 seasons right. of that show, like putting in that work, acting every day, stuff like that. But now they can reap like the benefit mm-hmm. and get paid every day without actually having to do that show. So. Yeah. I love that though. Cause most of the time it's going to be those things that you have to work like a whole year or two years on. That's like writing a book. Like when you write a book, you, there's so much work that goes into that. But mm-hmm. once that's done, 
ain't nothing else got to be done. All, exactly. We just selling books at this point. That's it. And people are buying them. And all that work that you did is going to pay off for real. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm trying to get with my with my business being an influencer specifically like I want to work with more brands I want to have more affiliate opportunities because I really have been enjoying affiliate opportunities um it's just it's amazing you know it's cool that I can use the products that I love in my daily routine but I can share them with other people and I can you know make a living off of that you know so I feel like it's a win-win situation I, f- I like social media like if I, I like um I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just know <laughs> there there are like a there are like a couple of people on Instagram that get paid like millions of dollars for a post. Yeah, like the Kardashians, the yes. Kardashians, or um, it's a soccer player, Ronaldo. He gets paid like I think I saw something like an average of like a million dollars for each post, hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, bro, that's that's crazy. I aspire. <laughs> like getting paid to just. Use something that you actually like. That's crazy. Come on now. You're going to pay me to drink some tea that I already like and share that with other people. That is, yes. When I'm at that level, man, y'all can't tell me nothing. I'm going to just be chilling. (laughs) Post a picture of some water and that's it. Y'all, if y'all didn't know this about Devin, Devin is a water (laughs) fanatic, okay? He loves fancy water he loves to try new waters spring water what other kind of water do you like it's just spring water yeah mainly spring water it's the best water so straight from the source i'm just like can someone sponsor him please man what's that happening (laughs) man you can't tell me nothing can someone please sponsor him to drink the water during his live stream or you know 10 times a day during his dj set somewhere like he would be more than happy to i'll be the best spokesperson (laughs) the thing about Devin is he's going to give you the rundown on that water the way that he talks about it i'm like what is going on in your taste buds right now that you have so many describe like you have so many descriptions for these waters i'm sitting here like you would think that we were talking about wine or something you can taste the difference in good water man i'm telling you the day that this man starts to get sponsorships, I'm going to be so done. Like, I'm just going to be so over it. It's going to be so hilarious to me to see him, like, tap into being an influencer for for a time. Man, I'm telling you, man, once I get a certain amount of following, I'm, I'm definitely sending an email out to some companies. Who would be the first one? You already know. They don't know. Aqua Carpatica. <laughs> You already know. Okay, that don't mean that everybody else out there know. Dang. That's your favorite water. The best water out there. You can can taste how silky and smooth it is. Like, it just... Do y'all hear him? (laughs) He said that the water is silky. It is. What you mean? (laughs) I cannot wait for these days, man. It goes down smooth. I just feel like, you know, the influencers out there, all my ladies out there that have husbands and boyfriends and whatever, they all like slowly but surely pull them over to the influencer side, you know, like whether that be you're taking my pictures, you're helping me set up the cameras for filming or whatever. But it's like, it's inevitable. Like they slowly but surely join 
the winning team when it comes to the lifestyle, you know? And I just feel like all of the husbands, they made their own Instagram accounts. Like they want to do their own thing now. They're getting their <laughs> own sponsors now. I'm like, yes, I love to see it. Like Stephen Perkins is being sponsored by Sephora. Like, come on now. Like we're doing skincare. I mean, once you like seeing it, you've been behind the scenes for so long, you can see how like everything operates and like how it works and stuff. So you pretty much understand. I'm slowly but surely tugging on you, Devin. I'm tugging. I'm playing tug of war with you. <laughs> yeah, I want him in front of the camera. You know, he likes to act all shy sometimes. I'm I'm working on him, okay? <laughs> I'm working on him. Listen. If you can give me a water sponsorship, man, I'll be all in front of the camera. See, it has to be. <laughs> and that's what I do like. It has to be something that he's passionate about. You're not just about to get. You're not about to just sway him. He's not about to talk about something that he really don't like or he don't know anything about. Like, it's going to be what he wanted to be. So, it's okay, Devin. The water sponsorship is coming. Okay, <laughs> it's coming. Maybe they'll sponsor the podcast. Hey, hey I man. bet he'll get in front of the I camera know, that um, day. What's that? Essentia, hmm. I know for like, I know last year they were sponsoring everybody, man. Like I was just seeing like random people, like they were sending them like packs of water. And I'm like, bro, what? That will be the day that during the podcast, he has somebody else over there clicking record and Amen. doing Essentia the sound water. and stuff. And he's going to be over here sitting next to me. That would be the only day I feel like. If anybody knows Essentia Water, man, and they want to <laughs> sponsor the podcast, just send an email to, um, what's the... Hello, it's me. I'm Nicole at gmail.com. Don't ask me what it is. You know what it is. Got to be confident in what you're saying now. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's for anybody. If you want to collaborate, if you want to sponsor an episode, hit me up. Hello, it's me. I am Nicole at gmail.com. Okay, Mr. Influencer. Oh, Talk boy. about hit me up. Okay. You see, it still got to still gotta go through me now. Still <laughs> got to go through me. Anyway, so yes, multiple streams of income is what we were talking about. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was to post content consistently of you actually using your own product. I know I've said this before, but this is so important. Like that is one easy way that you will secure a bag is just by using your own products. And that should not even be hard because you should love your own product. You should already be using your own products. So that's not even a hard thing to incorporate into your routine. But for me, I'm like, I'm trying to do better with that when it comes to being more consistent because, you know, Vlogmas got me out here in sweatpants, chilling with no makeup on, trying to get stuff done, trying to get orders done, trying to film, trying to edit, trying to keep up with everything. So I'm not really putting on makeup. I'm not putting on lashes. I'm not putting on lip gloss. I'm not doing that stuff for my content. I'm showing y'all really just like entrepreneur life right now. But 2021, okay, I'm going to be in front of the camera more with my actual products, you know. Um, I just love, I love watching Rihanna use her own products. Like, I think I watched Rihanna wash her face like 10 times. Fenty skin. That's the thing, though. It has to be something that, that you're passionate about or like something that you would use or do every day. It's for people to like post about it. Oh, yeah. Um, it has like, to be genuine. Yeah. It has to fit, you know. But... I think that, you know, since I am the face of my business, that a lot of people react well when they see me actually using my products. So that's just something that I have to work on. But that's something that I recommend thinking about. Like that can just be 
an added bonus for you that, you know, some of your favorite products are the products that you actually make or you actually sell. I mean, at least for me, that would be an added bonus for me. Um, yeah, that, that's the thing with, um, cause like, pretty sure everybody's listening is like independent. And so, like, the thing, like, uh, big companies, they don't have to use the products themselves because they pay people to do that for them. So, like, if you're just not starting out and you're just, um, like, independent, um, you don't have like an investor or people like backing you and stuff like that, then it's on it's up to you to promote your stuff. Oh yeah. Yourself. Yeah, for sure. Even then, Rihanna's still gonna be on here showing us her using her lip gloss and her lipstick. Oh yeah, but she know like when people see her use it, then they definitely gonna buy it. That's so. what I'm saying. That has to be the mentality that we have, you know? It's like they can pay all of these influencers, all of these models, all these people to put that stuff on. But when Rihanna puts it on. Yeah, that's like Pharrell. Like when he just launched his line. When Pharrell washed his face. Like they were super smart about that. Because like people know that people want to know his secret and everything. So yes. like the first thing they put out. Marketing. Was a tutorial on his, yes. um, his um, morning routine ret- tutorial. And I was like, that's genius. There and was no other way to do that. Literally. Cause I'm I'm pretty sure like even if he didn't do that people would still buy it but like just the fact that he posted a tutorial for like his daily routine mm-hmm. like, people are already going like it sold out already so it sold out it is sold out and that's what I was gonna ask you um like when it comes to your favorite brands how do people reel you in like y'all have to think about stuff from a customer standpoint because you are a customer like all of us are customers whether we have a business or not we still have to utilize other products and shop with other brands so think about like what did that brand do to reel you in how did they get you how did they make you bite on the bait how did they how do they swoop you in I really want the male's perspective because you know I feel like his shopping tendencies might be a little bit different than mine I don't know I mean now honestly um, the stuff I buy now is like it's like either if it's a story behind it, or I know the um, I know I don't know I have to like know the person personally, but like I've been following them for a minute, mm-hmm. like the person or the people that are selling the product. Um, like I said, like it has to have like a story behind it, or like it has to look cool too. But, they be um, making stuff look so good on the internet. Yeah, I mean, like cause like I said, a lot of stuff looks cool, but like cool stuff with like a story behind it or like a meaning um it's like a lot of stuff now that I, even like this hoodie like i bought this hoodie like off the strength because like the person that i follow i've been following them like on tumblr since like 2011 tumblr yeah wow. but like they've put out like a few different products like even like when they had the tumblr days they had a product then and then once they um like tumblr died down they had um launched like an official product um that they were selling and then now this is like another, um, it's not their official line like by themselves, but they've been teaming up with somebody to do this line. Um, but like, yeah, like that, like I said, like either it's people that I know or like there's a like a good meaning or story behind the product. It's like there's a lot of products out there. Uh, yes, so. I know. So have you ever clicked on an IG ad? <laughs> um, an IG ad? Yeah, I mean, like, so a like a sponsored. Like a lot of the sponsored stuff, like I follow them. Or like it's stuff that um what yeah like like cause like it's a brand called Daily Paper and I get their ads like every day, um but I I bought a shirt from them like mm. a few months ago but um I don't think I've clicked on like something that I don't follow 
Wow. Sponsored. I definitely be clicking on stuff. <laughs> I don't think I, I've never really, I have I added to cart and checked out? Well, I did see a sponsored ego shoes ad on Instagram and I saw a pair of shoes and I was like, oh, that's I what need I'm saying. some like, new shoes. You shop with them. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I need some new shoes. I was thinking about if I would ever like add to cart and check out. Like in that moment, that was like, like the brand one that of you the, don't know. In general, that was like one of the first times that I did that. I think. Yeah, I definitely. Cause like I said, like it's a lot of brands that I know mm-hmm. that have those sponsored ads. So yeah, I don't know if I would but do then, it with just anything. I just saw those water bottles the other day. The ones that I showed you, I saw that. What is it? The hydro jug or something? I've heard of them though. I've never heard of them. Uh, I don't follow them, but it popped up on my on my timeline, and I clicked on it. I just was yeah, browsing the website though. If it's I didn't add anything. Definitely like cart. technology or something that's useful. Mm-hmm. Um, that might get me. That might that yeah. might swoop you in. Pretty sure like, if you saw yeah. some water on there, you'd be clicking on it. Yeah, you would. Don't lie. It depends on the water. Why are you shaking his head like no, no, no? Yeah, you would click on it and try to read up on it. See yeah, what it I was. Read, yeah, <laughs> if I read it was up on like. It. 100% natural spring water, blah, blah, blah. They he would be like, he would be like, hmm, what is this? <laughs> like I said, it's got to be like a story, like something like, um, like with Jaden Smith and Just Water. If it was something like that, I'd definitely like, you know, look into it and, you know, see what it's about. You like don't it, know what that's saying, about already? No, I'm saying like, if it was something like that. Oh, I'm saying like, like, if there was a water that came out and it was like, oh, we get a water from this country. Um, we do this type of work in that country to help those people. I'd be like, okay, let me see that. Mm, yeah. Gotta have a story behind it. Mm-hmm. Like he said. You remember that documentary we watched on Netflix? Yeah, The, so- the Social Dilemma. The Social Dilemma. Yes. I mean, it's like, a, um, what we, I don't know if we talked about it before. They're tracking here. us. But it's it's a lot of stuff that we already knew. Um, <laughs> well, like, I don't know. I won't say most people, but like, if you pay attention to social media, you already know like the stuff they do and they, um, it's not even like that they're tracking us per se. It's just they're that listening they're, to us. They're paying attention. They're um <laughs> they're selling our information. Like Yes. Y'all know y'all been y'all been sitting here talking, having a normal conversation, and the next thing you know, you see an Instagram ad. Or even now sometimes I see ads on YouTube too. I yeah, say, so like they they sell like our shopping crazy. habits and stuff like that. So like with Facebook, um, so like if you like a I don't even know if people like pages like that anymore. Like you know, like mm-hmm. when Facebook first started, you could like put like your yeah. the things you like to do, yeah. like your hobbies and stuff like that. So they sell that information to people. Um, so that's how it's like everything is like super tailored to you. Because I mean, essentially, like, you do this stuff already. So you put this stuff on Facebook, on Instagram, mm-hmm. social media, and stuff like that, and they just sell that to the different companies because it's useful information for them. Yeah. Um, so and- it's not like. I mean, there probably there probably are, like, I don't want to get like conspiracy theory stuff like that, but don't. <laughs> there probably don't. are like government people like listening in for stuff, but for the most part, I like, don't. I don't doubt it. For the most part, like the selling of tech, um, information and everything is really just for them to make money. Mm-hmm. But it's just getting to like a, it's getting out of hand with like how much information they're getting, and so we don't know if they're using that information properly, or, like safely. Like how they what they're doing with it, honestly. The documentary was fun to watch. Highly recommend. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> it was it was real cool. It came out like a couple months ago. Yeah, it's just but. like because social media is just a really big way that a lot of people are 
making their money. They're yeah, securing. So like if, they're securing the bag. Period. If you um, if, hmm. if well, since you're you're a company, so so Smudge Cosmetics. If you have the opportunity, like you had like an unlimited budget, right? And you have the opportunity. Facebook wanted to sell you some information um, <clears throat> about your followers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. About their shopping habits with cosmetics. Would you buy that from them? Uh, if I had an unlimited budget, why not? Couldn't hurt me. Gotcha. So, so you like you're, hurt. So you're for like selling information stuff like that. I mean, because don't we like? Don't we have to agree to that? Like we know that they're gonna. I mean, like do that. People don't read that though. So. To an extent, listen. If the information is available to you and you agree, and you didn't read it, that ain't my business. I say that every day about my own website because people would act like they don't read the process in time, but it's there I mean, for you. At this you. point, everybody knows now. And people are still using it, so yeah. I mean, you know, I wouldn't. I don't think I would be opposed to it. I feel like if that's if that's the way that we're going, if that's the way that brands are going right now. Yeah, that's the and thing. And I had though. an unlimited budget. Yeah, that's the thing. They're just they're just using their resources to make as big of a profit as they can. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I honestly don't, I don't, um, I'm not mad at them for doing that. Cause I mean, it's definitely a great opportunity to like get more information about your, your customers. Yeah. So, cause, in, and, and like getting more information from them helps them make a better product for them in the, in mm-hmm. the long run too. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. So how do we consistently be like a bug in our customers' ears without being hella annoying. Like, does it get annoying when you receive five emails in one day from a brand saying, shop this sale, shop that sale, oh, do this, do that? Like, how do we, how do we, how do we sell our product without being annoying? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think, because I mean, I'm getting emails a lot too. And at this point, I'm just like numb to it. So I feel like that too. I'm like, oh, yep, that's the daily thing. I just no. Let me tell y'all something. Bath and Body Works. I had to unsubscribe. Mm. I had not gotten that many emails in one day from a brand ever, and I was like, why? I know it's holiday time because this was like around holiday, Black Friday, all that stuff. But even. The other brands, like I was not getting that much of a flood. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I said, "Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna have to unsubscribe because this is too much." I mean, I'm for it, like, cause I, I pretty much, I mean, I haven't like done it fully, but like I filter like my email to like only the stuff that I want to see. I'm like unsubscribe from like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, I just saw an email from like um, Billionaire Boys Club. And they got like these new rugs, and so like I wouldn't have known that if I didn't check my email, because I didn't know they posted it, like on their Instagram and stuff like that. I'm about but, to say like, I know what y'all doing because I follow y'all on Instagram. That's like every day I get a Rihanna, I get a Fenty email, I get a Kylie email, but it's like I follow y'all too, so I pretty much already saw it. But the emails come in handy for like the deals because mm-hmm. they don't really talk about the sales a lot. On like a lot of the emails that I get, they're usually like deals, mm-hmm. um, and then like brands like that. Like streetwear brands and stuff like that, then they'll like send emails about like new stuff that's coming out. Right. But yeah, for the most part, you either get like when it's new stuff or it's either a deal. So I don't get too mad about it. Mm-hmm. You gotta listen. Like I said, there's a list of things that you can do to increase your opportunity as an entrepreneur to 
make people shop. So you don't want to be slacking on certain things. Like right now, I feel like I'm slacking because I don't send out emails to my customers. Like I have all these emails and I don't utilize them. And that's because I tried to start to utilize them and I spent all day working on an email and trying to send out this email and then it didn't work out. So that's something that I still need to look further into because if I have all of these emails and I'm saying like thousands of emails, that's a lot of people that I could be reaching that I'm not reaching that may have stumbled across me one day or another day that might not follow me on Instagram or they might not, you know, they might not keep up with me. But if I just pop into their email, they might go and check out the new stuff and they might not have seen me since last year when I first launched or whatever. Like, they might be like, oh my gosh, this is a whole new thing now. Let me tap into what she got going on. Yeah, it's like I said um, at the beginning, it's like using using each platform, like posting everywhere. And mm-hmm. like email is like one of those platforms too. Yes. Honestly, it's like really like the original like platform yes, before that's true. Like social media and everything. That is very true. So yeah, it's definitely important. Like you said, like people might not follow you on Instagram or social media like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so having that email like is a good reminder. Yeah, I guess, I don't know, I guess we have, like, a a different perspective because, like, we're in the field, so, like, we understand all mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. like, all these emails, like, thousands of emails, because um, yeah. it's definitely important for the business, um, reminding people and getting that, getting that out there to them, because, like, especially, like, now, like, everything is, like, so, um, like, popcorn, like, it's on to the next thing. It's like, if you don't remind them, then they'll just forget. Oh, yeah, because brain be going. My brain be on 5,000, so it got to be a reminder. If not, Mm -hmm. listen, Mm -mm. nope, you're not getting me. (laughs) You got to reel me in. You got to make me bite the bait. Wow, I love having chats with you, Devin. (laughs) I love having you here chatting with me. That's why I'm here, man. I know. Tell Devin that he needs to talk more often. (laughs) Y'all tell him in the comments here on YouTube. But yeah, so that's really all that I have for this topic. I just want to talk about securing the bag because, I mean, we're heading into a whole new year. So now is really the time to start thinking about your goals. If you haven't seen the last episode, check that out. What does securing the bag mean? Securing the bag? That means getting to the coin, doing any and everything to get to the coin. That's what I call secure in the bag. I mean, with my businesses, that just means that I need to be getting orders. <laughs> I need to be getting orders. I need to be producing quality content that people are clicking on and watching all the way through on YouTube. Um, I'm really like, I want y'all to watch videos and I want y'all to watch videos all the way through. You know, like I don't want it to be like, I got you for the first two minutes or the first three minutes and then you tapped out. So thinking of ways to, you know, increase watch time because more watch time equals more money. So there's a lot of different things for me that secure the bag. I need watch time. I need clicks first, then I need watch time. You know, I need my subscribers to keep going up. Um, So I'm working on content. I'm working on getting more orders, keeping orders coming in. I'm working on more affiliate relationships. I'm working on the affiliate relationships that I currently have. I'm working with Teamy Blends. I'm working with Get Suckers. So Um, I've been making a lot of get suckered content recently. So continuing to make get sucker content, continuing to put the word out there and spreading that business because that's a business that I love and I've been working with for a while now and that I 
support. So I'm like, yes, keep creating quality content. Keep sharing that, especially with my newer followers. Cause if you've been following me, then you know, you already know about the get sucker wave, you know? Um, keep making content about teamy blends. Like I have to keep those things going in order to secure all of these bags. Cause I'm like, especially with my affiliate relationships, those are, um, those are opportunities where, like I said, I pretty much am in full control. Like if I don't talk about it or if I'm not making content consistently about it, people are not going to see it. People are not going to remember. Maybe people are thinking, Oh, does she still use this? Oh, does she still like this? If I'm not talking about it, then how do I expect to make money from that opportunity. So I have to keep keep things going. Fire and Desire Hookah. Now I'm working with the hookah company. So now I need to keep putting that in front of more more people. Keep sharing that with my friends. You know, I've been sharing it on Instagram, talking a little bit here and there in YouTube videos. So now I need to think about some content that I can create around that. So it's like, I have so many different streams of income. I have so many different things that I'm doing. So securing the bag for me means multiple different things, but get to the coin. However you do that for your business, that's what we, that's the goal. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I feel like for, um, like for content creators and like influencers and stuff like that, I feel like the, like the first important thing is to like build that following, and then once you get the following, yes, then you can like pretty much build off of anything. So like even like for the podcast, for example, I'm just like looking at everything that's on the table. Mm-hmm. It's like you burn the candle like every episode. You could get sponsored by a candle company. Correct. Um, There's so many opportunities. Like the the wine, the um, the mm-hmm. mic. Mm-hmm. Um, just like anything. There's so many opportunities. There's ample opportunities, and I'm trying to rack up all of them opportunities. Okay, listen. 2021 i said this in the last episode we got goals upon goals upon goals man it's just about like getting creative of like the things that you um really just like using what you have to like make money yes use what you got you have to work with what you have Mm -hmm. i said that when did i say that i think i said that in the last episode too but um yeah i like that you said that growing the audience because that right there Listen, I just, 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 just feel like we just hit 20K on YouTube. Now we just about to hit 21K on YouTube. So it's just so amazing because that has always been a goal of mine. Like I wanted to build that audience that looks up to me or that bit, that audience that feels like they relate to me, that we're actually friends, that, you know, my content is kind of like a break for them away from their daily routine or a stress relief for them away from, you know, their daily, daily tasks or their errands or whatever. So now that it's all actually happening, I'm like, oh my gosh. I already told you, man. Once you hit 10,000, it's going to be easy. So it's going to be like quicker to grow now. I feel like now that once we hit 20, it's going to be quicker to grow now. God bless. Again? Again? Oh God, not five sneezes this time? Oh, <laughs> what? Devin sneezes in fives, guys. Oh my gosh. That's me and my aunt. Man. Yes. Um, I feel like now that we hit 20, we're going to go fast now. Cause that, I mean, I mean like, that was literally going, like two weeks ago. I don't think I've experienced this kind of growth in that short amount of time yet. So that's why I'm like, Hmm, let's see where this thing keeps going. I'm so excited. And I love y'all so much for supporting me in my, my, my journey, my dreams, my goals. I think, um, I think Jay-Z said it in a song or something like that. Um, <clears throat> Like, the first million is the hardest. And so, like, with that, like, getting that first million is hard. But, like, once you get a million, then 
you know how to get the million, so you just keep growing after that. A million. I know that this is just an example, but <laughs> I just like, but like yeah, even that, like once you get a million a million subscribers or whatever. Can you guys imagine the day that we hit a million subscribers on YouTube? Like I, I was following I was on somebody's what? page. And like literally in March, they had like twenty thousand. And then like now they got like two hundred thousand or something like that subscribers. Listen. So I was like our time is coming okay <laughs> our time is coming i know it i feel it it's happening in real time it's just it's so crazy it's really crazy but yeah i'm i'm having a good time with this i hope that you know this conversation could be inspirational in one way or another because you just really got to put in the work honestly and like devin said once you build one thing then you know the next thing kind of catapults off of that so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm looking for more opportunities. I am um, planning some really cool things for 2021. So stay tuned for that. Secure the bags, people. Secure your bags. And that's the end of our topic. I mean, unless Devin has any last remarks, but that's really it. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, it's like the important thing is to, I've been saying like this whole episode, to um, really just build a foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like with with building a foundation with fans, like whatever, 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 whatever you're doing. Um, make sure you build the foundation first, and then everything becomes easier. Correct. I agree. All right. Well, that is it for our topic. Do we have questions from the squad? We need to go ahead and get into them. If we do. Okay, I got one. All right, so the first question is... Hit me. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, please get out. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, man. Five years, man. I'm going to have a million subscribers in five years or less. <laughs> in five years... How old am I going to be in five years? More like 29. 28. 28, 29. Sheesh heading into my 30s well I always told myself that if I was gonna have kids that I would have kids before 30 or at least my first kid before 30 so if I'm gonna have kids then I guess I would be a mom by then um and honestly I really do not want to become a mom until I feel like I'm in the place to comfortably support myself and to support a child so that would mean that my business would have to then level up even more mm-hmm. so that I can support. That's just one thing about me. Like I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to worry, you know, when it comes to my child, I don't want to feel yeah, like sure. I don't have enough money to do what I need to do. Cause I know children are very expensive very expensive okay i've i've seen firsthand my god kids i see Mm -hmm. you know kids are not cheap (laughs) so i definitely want to make sure you know i have that all situated even prior to really thinking about having kids so that just means you know everything will have to level up so like i said one mil in five years or less um you know if it's in god's plan i'll have a child and then, um, 
I don't know. I just see Smudge like being a whole empire, like just having so many more things because I just want to keep expanding it. Like I want to have even more products and stuff. So I just know by then it'll be, it'll be like totally next level, I feel like. And I feel like I'm going to be this like YouTube personality, mm-hmm. you know, like everything that I always wanted, I feel like in five years, like will be pretty, I think in five years, that'll be like, I've reached that stable point in my career where it's like, okay, this is it. This is where I was trying to get to. And we're just going to rock this out until retirement, you know, like. Hey, what's the, what's, what's the one thing like once this happens, you'll be like, oh, I made it. That's a hard one. I don't know because I feel like there's so many, there's so many different things. I guess like having actual like steady, steady, like super steady income. Like I want to be able to take care of all the bills and then I want to be able to do more than what I'm doing now. You know, I want to, I want to purchase everything that I've always wanted. You know, like those times when you just feel like you can go and you can just buy whatever you want. Mm Mm-hmm. You can shop for whatever you want. Because, I mean, right now, I'm just, like, so content. Like, I can do that on occasion and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to treat myself today. Let's get X, Y, and Z. But to do that and be able to actually, actually get what you want, like, everything that you want, you know, I feel like that's when... That's when I've made it. Like, when I have a savings account that is booming... You know, like they're gonna be like Cardi and post like, should I buy this eighty eight thousand dollar purse? I don't think I'm gonna post that. <laughs> eighty eight thousand dollar purse. You, you, heard, you saw that? I would like to have eighty eight thousand dollars in my bank account prior to purchasing an eighty eight thousand purse. <laughs> Did you see that uh, on Twitter? I don't think I, think. I saw that. Uh, it was like a whole thing where like people were mad at her for posting about that, like especially like during this time right now, like the pandemic. Oh yeah, I can see why that would make people feel away. I mean, listen. I don't knock anybody. If you want to do that, if you have the means to do that, then fine. I just feel like I don't know if there will ever be a time that I will be that person. Because that, that sounds same thing. I was like, that sounds excessive. You, you know, know what I could get with eighty eight thousand dollars? Exactly. And so I mean, but like, then I got well, you got to put yourself on her shoes. I know. Like she's when you have it, probably got like half a billion dollars right now. So. When you have it and you have it twenty times over, exactly. and you see this nice thing. But I don't know if once I really start to make that, 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 that much money, I don't know if, is my mindset going to change? Like, is my mentality really going to change? Am I still going to be this person that... Because I was thinking about that too. Because I was like, I was thinking like, <laughs> I was thinking like of myself right now, like everything that I need to have, like right now, I have it. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, yes. So like once I get to that level, like... When it doesn't matter, you can get what you want. It's not about what you <laughs> yeah, need anymore. What you need is taken care of. That's when you've made it. I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna be there. I don't know. I don't I'm just, know either. I'm just ready to see like what life is gonna be like that at that point. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think about that all the time. Like when I'm she just... like everything that you need, like 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 you really need. You know what I'm saying? Like rent is paid. Like you have a house. You have a, you have a um you have a car. Like the car that you want. Like after all that stuff, and you still got. All this money left. Yeah, like, <laughs> all this money. Yes. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, I what? don't know. I can't tell you. If like like I'm saying right now, in my mentality right now, and eat like okay, 
I mean, I would not wake up right now and buy a Chanel bag, but I really, really like Chanel bags. So I feel like, you know, once I feel comfortable, cause I'm like, oh yeah, I could buy a Chanel bag, but I'm going to be a little nervous. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to buy something. I feel something. like that's what the $88,000 is for her right now. Is yeah. That, is that Chanel bag? I'm like, I'm not, yes. I'm not going to do that unless I can comfortably purchase something 20 times. Like if I don't have that in 20 times more, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just how I am. That's just how I was raised. Okay. I don't know about anybody else, but the first thing that I would do, I wouldn't buy an $88,000 bag. Mm-hmm. I might buy a $5,000 Chanel bag, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how I would be, but I feel like everyone says, you know, well, once you actually get there and you actually have the money, then your mindset might be different. But I'm like, yeah, that's, that's why I get mad. I was like, am I going to carry right an $88,000 purse? Like, am I, am I going to carry it? She in a whole different tax bracket right now. Like, But like. What am I going to put inside of my $88,000 purse? The stuff you put in the purse now. That doesn't make sense. What? No. What you mean? Why would I do that? I just am sitting what? here looking at myself like, why would I do that? Like I said, I just, I'm not there yet. So maybe when I get there, <laughs> I'll I'll have a better answer. But That'll be on podcast 300 and... <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on podcast episode... 365. We'll reference this episode. Be like, dang, it was so crazy back then. <laughs> I And see, that is why I love what we're doing because I want to go back and listen to episode one. I want to go back and listen to like how our mindset develops and changes throughout time because that is just like the most rewarding part of the whole process to see where you came from and where you are now mm-hmm. and to keep doing that as you keep growing and keep leveling up and everything. So... I'm super excited about that moment. We're going to come back to episode 17 when Devin secures his water sponsorship. <laughs> we're going to come back to episode 17 when we, you know, and we're going to remember because the episode is called Secure this, the Bag. So we're going to know. AKA the reference episode. <laughs> right. We're going to know when we need to come back to this one. But yeah, I feel like in five years, I want, like me personally, like I really want, I feel like I've always wanted YouTube to be my main thing. Like mm-hmm. I've always wanted YouTube to be the main source of income for me. And then I wanted my businesses to be that tangible aspect because me sharing my life on YouTube, y'all are getting to know me as a person. Y'all are making connections with me. So when you see someone that you love and you make a connection with them, it's always nice when you can have something tangible that represents them in your house. And I think me and Serena were just talking about this in um, our Q&A video. A lot of people that are influencers or whatever, they eventually are going to develop a brand of some sort. They've all done it. They're all doing it. So it's like, you know, we have this one source of income on YouTube where we can document our lives. We can share our stories. We can do whatever. We can put it on the internet and y'all can watch it. But we also want to have that tangible thing that y'all can order and have at your house. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, I've always wanted YouTube to be the number one. And then I want my businesses to come in second. So I want right now, it's like, I'm, I'm balancing both of them, you know, like things are getting paid for from YouTube money. Things are getting paid for from smudge money. Things are getting paid for from crochet by K money. At some point I want YouTube to be taking care of all of it, you know, everything in its entirety. And then my smudge money, I'm saving 
I'm saving, I'm reinvesting it into the business and I'm, you know, making more smudge, you know, more and more smudge, continuing to expand smudge. And then, you know, same with Crochet by K, same with these new business ventures that I have in my mind. But I want YouTube to be that main thing. So I feel like in five years, like I said, one mil in five years or less, I feel like once you start to get those numbers up, once you start to get those views up, the time is going to come. Like it's coming. It's on the way. We on the way. Period. Thanks. Period. Okay. Are you ever going to do like how some YouTubers do? Like, um, I don't think you've done it before. But um, this is how much I make on YouTube. No. 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 I don't think so. Why would I do that? I don't. I don't even be. I don't know. I just don't think that I would make a video about that. Like, mm -mm. I you like what I like what Raven did. Raven did a video of like how I gained fifty thousand subscribers in X amount of time or something like that. Like just showing the growth. Y'all get it. Like we get paid from views. Y'all understand that, you know? So the more views we get, the more money we get. But I don't think I would be out here sharing like personal mm -hmm. numbers like so that y'all could be counting my pockets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think I want to do that. Um, and there's a lot of people out there right now that are like, I made X amount of money in X amount of time with my business and like showing screenshots of their dashboards or whatever. And I'm just like, I do not think I would do that. I ain't gonna lie. Like I saw some, I saw a company, um, um, support black colleges, mm -hmm. support black colleges. Um, one of the, one of the guys that work for them, he posted like their, their yearly thing from this year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I like watching them, but I just feel like I don't want to put my personal information out there yeah, and then understand. i have to take everything on social media with a grain of salt because i'm like are people really telling the truth about what they're making because mm -hmm. y'all have full control to make up the story and show me what y'all want to show me tell me what y'all want to tell me and then i will be the one trying to be genuine and putting out real numbers mm -hmm. so i don't know but i don't think that i don't think i would ever do that and my manager my momager she told me that she's not allowing that so <laughs> i said up. Oh, you know, I, I kind of feel, you know, where she's coming from. That's just personal information. It's just like Raven. Like, Raven never says how much money she makes. She will never put that information out there. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's it's good to keep y'all guessing. How much money are we really making? That's why I think it's cool to do that. Like, y'all see I'm getting orders. Y'all see I'm getting views. Y'all see we're growing by the day. So, I'm going to let y'all just... Think what y'all want to think. Mm -hmm. I don't got to put out, you know, but then it's like milestones, you know, once you make six figures or once you do this and do that. Okay. Now that would probably be something that I would celebrate. Like when my business reaches six figures, that's something to celebrate. But mm -hmm. other than that, like I'm not about to be putting out hard concrete numbers and yeah. telling y'all, you know, all that kind of information. For sure. This is tasty. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, I think that's all the questions that I got for you. Those are all your questions. Mm -hmm. 
Well, thank you, Devin. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow me and Devin on all of our social media platforms. I will have all of our information down below. Make sure you are shopping Smudge Cosmetics and shopping Crochet by K. Also, shop Crown Royal Extensions if you are looking for a luxury hair extensions. If you are watching this on YouTube, make sure you give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel down below. And follow me on all of the podcast platforms. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. I love you all so much and I will see you in episode 18. Bye.